0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to The Daily Oz. It is Thursday, the 25th of November. To all our Bosnian listeners, happy Independence Day. I feel like Teacher's Day comes around a lot. It's actually Teacher's Day today in Indonesia.
1: Only the third time this week.
0: Do we like this new day thing? I think we like it.
1: Well, it's nice given that we can't hear what anyone else says. So we'll just agree that we like it and let us know if you don't.
0: Perfect. Now, Zara, it's going to be a busy end to the week in federal politics. What are we expecting today in Canberra?
1: So we're expecting the Prime Minister Scott Morrison to today introduce the government's Religious Discrimination Bill. So it is understood that he will personally introduce that, which puts a lot of weight behind this legislation. And the government says that the bill is designed to ensure Australians are protected from discrimination on the basis of religious belief. Equality Australia has been among its critics, saying the bill, quote, threatens to undermine inclusive workplaces, schools and access to services like healthcare."
0: In the Northern Territory, there were 11 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday, bringing the current outbreak to 51 infections. Chief Minister Michael Gunner said one of the cases was a woman who escaped the lockdown in Binjari and travelled by taxi to Catherine.
1: Good news if you are waiting on a delivery. Australia Post has announced it'll extend trading hours in more than 380 of its retail outlets across the country to meet record demand in the month before Christmas. More than 10 million parcels are currently being delivered every week.
0: And today's good news, a story that went wild on our Instagram yesterday. New Zealand has announced its three-step plan to reopen international borders next year. From 11.59pm on the 16th of January 2022, fully vaxxed Kiwis in Australia can travel to New Zealand without needing to quarantine in a hotel. They still will need to do seven days of self-isolation.
1: As a government, we reject extremism in all of its forms. We have one of the most cohesive societies in the world and protecting that cohesion from the threat of extremist groups is a key priority of the Morrison government.
0: That was Federal Home Affairs Minister Karen Andrews speaking yesterday in Parliament announcing two new groups to be classified as terrorist organisations in Australia. The first thing I wanted to say when covering off this story is that this is not a particularly unusual event for terrorist groups to be added and taken off the list. However, it does indicate where the concerns of our security agencies lie and what the security agencies Perceived to be the current threats. It was interesting when Minister Andrews was speaking yesterday, she actually highlighted the fact that we're going to be gathering more in large crowds, and that could itself raise the risk of Australia enduring a terrorist attack. There was lots of information to break down with this announcement. What we thought we'd do today is talk a little bit about what makes a group a terrorist organization and what that classification actually means in Australia.
1: The two organizations that were yesterday classified as terrorist organizations were one, a neo-Nazi organization called The Base, and two, a Lebanese Shia political party and militant group called Hezbollah. So they'll now both be considered as terrorist organizations under the Criminal Code So what this means is that now it is a criminal offence to be a member of either of these two organisations. When she was speaking about the rising activity and reported membership and recruitment in Australia from the base, which again was that neo-Nazi organisation – Home Affairs Minister Karen Andrews said that she was aware of activities within Australia and overseas and said that the government was going to continue to monitor them and their activities. She said they'd look closely at their membership and would take action once they were fully listed under the criminal code.
0: Let's take one group at a time and break down a little bit of their activity. So the base is a neo-Nazi white supremacist group. It was founded in the US and it's active across the US, Canada, Australia, and we've seen significantly more activity here in the last year or two, and South Africa. What appears to have triggered authorities to become more concerned about the base is the fact that they are offering paramilitary training camps overseas for their members and starting to become a more serious, sinister threat in Australia. We've seen arrests of two base members in the US just last month for planning a lethal plot that didn't actually eventuate, but it falls into that category of what ASIO, our Australian Security Intelligence Organisation, now says takes up about one third of its investigations. This far-right extremism space then we have hezbollah and it's a little bit more complex with hezbollah there's kind of two arms to hezbollah there's the political party and the militant group now the militant group has actually been labeled a terrorist organization in australia since 2003 what happened yesterday was the political arm of the organization so in essence the entire organization is now designated a terrorist organization as to why the Australian government now made a decision to include the entire organization in a designation of being a terrorist organization, here's what James Patterson, the government's chair of intelligence on the security committee, said on Sky News yesterday about what changed within the organization. It's a recommendation that the committee made after receiving very clear evidence that Hezbollah is one organisation. It's a unitary organisation. It is run from the top by Hassan Nasrallah and the Shura Council, which oversees all of its activities, whether that's civilian or political activities or military or terrorist activities. And the distinction that we drew between that ESO on the one hand and the rest of the organisation on the other just doesn't stand up to scrutiny in the past, that previous decision. That's a very welcome move today to broaden listing. So what does this actually mean now for the members of these groups in Australia? What impact will it have on them tomorrow now that their membership is officially an offence? Ultimately, what it means is that if a person is found guilty of associating with a terrorist organisation, which now includes these two new bodies... Basically, it means if a person is found guilty of associating with one of these organizations, including these two new ones, they're facing three years in prison. And if they're found guilty of being a member of these organizations, it can be up to 10 years in prison. That's separate from any offenses around actual acts of terrorism or events. This is simply about being a member of the group. Different countries have different interpretations of what being a member and what being associated looks and feels like. For example, in the UK, they specifically mention flags as a key way to measure somebody's association or membership. The Australian law is not as specific in the way that we describe membership and association, but courts have been pretty quick to draw a link between somebody's actions, especially online activity, and a clear association or membership.
1: I'm really curious to know whether you think that the timing of this announcement means that we should be alarmed. Like, is there any indication that there is an imminent threat from either of these two organisations? Or what do you think the logic is behind designating these two organisations now?
0: Minister Andrews said yesterday that the current threat level in Australia of a terrorist attack hasn't changed because of this announcement. I would essentially look at it as kind of a marking rubric where organizations can flow in and out of being classified as particular things. So we don't really know what messaging or particular activity tipped these two organizations across the line for being designated as terrorist organizations. But the way these things generally work is that the government is given recommendations by ASIO to say... In our opinion, in our expert opinion, these organizations now need to go up a level in the way that we view them. There's no more need for concern than there was at the beginning of the week. This is simply just a progression of the way that Australia handles its internal security. If
1: you have any other questions on this topic, of course, let us know, slide into our DMs and have a chat with us. We'd love to hear from you. It will be a big day in Parliament, as we mentioned at the top of this bulletin, because we are expecting to see the government's new legislation on religious discrimination. We'll bring you all of that information and more tomorrow on The Daily Oz. Thank you so much for being here today and appreciate your support.